Hi, this is Taylor. And Cameron. And you're listening to the Black Maiden Debt Free Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast, a very special Father's Day episode. Yes. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. To all my brothers out there, you know, doing their thing and taking care of their children, spending time with their children on today. We celebrate you. So I had I had a quote that I I made. I was interviewed by um, I forget who, but it was like a couple Father's Days ago. And they were doing like a Father's Day segment, and so I was honored to be on there. And I said that I think millennial fathers are some of the most involved fathers in human history, and mm. I really mean that because. All the brothers I know from my generation are very involved in their kids' lives. Now, though, that even goes for uh, situations where the, the parents aren't together. I still feel like my peer group of fathers are some of the best. Some of the best, Shire. Hmm. Um, that's just my opinion. You know, maybe people might have their own. But yeah, I really think so. What, what do you think about that quote? And then I'm going to let you just go wherever you want to go. <laughs> I, I like how you called it a quote. Like, you <laughs> could have just told myself. me <laughs> what you said. <laughs> um, well, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, I was just looking at an article, and it's from CNN Health. Mm. And it says, black dads are more likely to play, dress, and share a meal with their child data shows and this article is from today yeah so it sounds like you are totally backed okay okay and what she said was data fact statistics yes okay and i love to see this this story highlight black dads right and i guess there was a survey and that's what they were able to conclude and I think that's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, there yeah. are so many um, stereotypes mm-hmm. when it comes to black dads. But I do feel that millennial fathers yeah. have really stepped up to the plate, but also want to acknowledge that we have a lot of men in our in our life. Yes. And that's really it's really a blessing. Yeah. Like when it I is. went to buy Father's Day cards, I got like seven or eight cards. <laughs> Right. And I'm like, okay, this is a lot of money for cards, but yeah. I am so blessed yeah. that I can go buy so many. Right. Because of the folks who we have. They have dads, grandfathers, uncles, yeah. um, brothers, brother in laws. Yeah. And so I'm very thankful for that. That's and, real, child. Yeah, and happy Father's Day to the fathers we have listening. Yes, yes, we couldn't, uh, we couldn't do this without y'all, right? Now, nah, nah, but all right. So, Shia, what do you think of the whole? Because every Father's Day there seems to be this. Um, I really, really want to get your take on this. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> there seems to be a the conversation of you know like uh, moms whose fathers aren't necessarily in the picture. Like the fathers are now coming out, and you'll see it on uh, Twitter and Facebook and stuff. They're like, "All right, moms, y'all had y'all's day. Even if y'all are the single moms, 
y'all this ain't about y'all right we, we, we. and that's that's it's been like a little tension there i've seen on in black mm-hmm. twitter uh, along that that conversation what do you think about that do you think this isn't a place or a time to acknowledge the single moms their, their day is mother's day and this is all about the dads what's your take on that Look, if that's what's going around the internet, y'all need to stop and keep it positive, okay? Yeah. Um, Father's Day is for the fathers. Okay. Mother's Day is for the mothers. Yeah. Both are needed. Yeah, absolutely. Equally treasured. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go out of my way to say, uh, this ain't for the mom. No. Okay. Okay. So you just think it just needs to... Let's all let's can't we all just get along? Is where right. you at with it? Let's, okay, you know, I, I like celebrate that. somebody. Yes, celebrate somebody. <laughs> I like that. Well, you guys did a this made this one of the best Father's Day for for your boy, man. Aww, you know, yeah, I really had a great Father's Day. You know, shout out to my father, and thank you to my kids for and to you, shout for making this a very uh, positive Father's Day for myself. You know, y'all bless your boy. You well, have you. a family tradition, though. Yeah, we do. We, we, we kind of do now, right? It's, I would call it a tradition. Yeah, we go to my mother's house and we, you know, she cooks for all, like my dad and then his father, my grandfather comes and then myself and now my brother is a father. Not, this isn't his first father's day, but I think it's like his second father's day and my brother-in-law, this is like his second and third father's day. So we got a lot of dads in the piece. You yeah, it's really sweet. It's great. It's great. And I really had a blast today, so. But Shira. Whoa, did you hear how loud he said my name? <laughs> <laughs> Let's transition now. First of all, thank you all for joining. That was just a little soft intro, you know what I mean? But thank you all for joining uh, another episode. Shira, we need to switch gears here because okay. we have a special day, which a lot of people may be listening to this podcast on Monday, right? Monday morning, which is Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Which is a very wonderful day that celebrates uh, the day the last enslaved folks were made aware <laughs> that they were free at last. Free yes. at last. So it really is our true Independence Day for uh, Africans in America or black folks, whatever you, right. you want to classify us. Let, let's, I'm going to have you talk about that. We, let's talk about that a little bit if you have anything on that and then we can go to how why this is a very special day for us me and you specifically yeah i had an interesting conversation today around juneteenth Mm -hmm. and since it's like a newer federal holiday i feel like i'm still like learning yes how to celebrate it Mm -hmm. part of me feels like shouldn't we have fireworks like shouldn't the fireworks come on (laughs) come on sale um but um i'm really glad that it's a holiday yeah I know some people still have to go to work. Yes. Uh, We should be taking that day off, (laughs) I feel. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, it's definitely a a special day. And I'm, like, still thinking about what um, family traditions that we might carve out around it. Right. Uh, You know, there are things that are going on around town, which is always nice. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that you're, you're absolutely right. It's still, like, trying to figure out what it will what the day will look like for us because it's only been in play or officially recognized a holiday since like 2020 i think 2020 or 2021 recognized a federal holiday but it was starting to gain some steam like a couple years before that yeah i i think that 
I think we've always celebrated it. Yeah. Like there, like there have always been things happening around town. Right. But. Right. You know, but for me, it's like okay, this is real, and yeah. Yeah. we have this day off. It's a holiday, and how can we really, like, what do we do yeah. to commemorate this day and what it means? Yeah, yeah, Sean. Well. You know, we commemorated it in a very special way uh, yes. back in 2017. Oh, you're right. You're right. You know, and uh, right. we let, let's kind of go back to the recesses of our mind and think about where we were in the days leading up to June 19th, 2017. Uh, let's see how far back your memory can go. Yes. So what we were closing in on a payoff date for our mortgage which would or which was going to like be our last debt payment before we were completely 100% debt free let's talk about that what 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 was going through your mind in the weeks and days leading up to that day oh we were so excited for yeah, that you're very yeah very sometimes excited. i forget this hey we are black married debt free <laughs> <laughs> and um juneteenth certainly spawned that yeah and it was about two and a half years in the making. Right. And I remember being able to call the mortgage company and asking our payoff amount. Yes. And like figuring out how to actually, like you couldn't make a payment like over the phone. Like <laughs> right. we had to go and go to the bank and get a cashier's, cashier's check. check. That's right. And, you know, have that cashier's check and... Then after we left the bank, we went to the post office. Yes. And um, I think we took a picture of us holding up the cashier's check. In the in the parking lot of the of the credit union. We sure did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then we went to the post office mm-hmm. and put that check in the mail. And we were so happy. Yeah. And, you know, we were debt free. Yeah, that was crazy, Shar. And that was a student loan, credit yeah. card debt. And then we had like a condo. Uh, townhouse that we were yeah. able to to pay off at that time and, and, and guys just to paint a picture like you're talking to or you're listening to a gentleman that graduated high school you know i didn't aside from high school to that point as an adult like i had never set forth a goal or that it was a stretch goal of any kind and accomplished it right like i never had a a thing that i was in the process of doing like a two-year four-year degree or any certification or anything like i was pretty much just like living day by day and like you know doing the best i can uh you know learning on the job that's what i'll say like being a father being a husband and so i didn't like ever set like a i want to do this we're going to do this goal it's going to take us this long to do it i had never done that until until that until you said two and a half years it took us to pay off our debt. You mean you didn't have a five-year plan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not that time. Not that time, sorry. But that was like the first stretch goal I had made as an adult. Like, we're gonna, I want to do this, and it's going to take me this long yes. to do it. And you just chew away at it a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So when we hit it, it was like probably the, the emotion for me was probably similar to like someone graduating college or getting some type of certification or degree. It really felt like that. Like, wow, I just did it. Like, I took one step every day. I paid off one bill at a time. It was like probably like doing homework or doing taking tests, you know, very similar. And then like at the end, like I graduated, you know, what I mean? 
so that's kind of how i felt like that that probably that type of joy you know just like man what's next you know yeah. what, what do i do next I, I got i got my diploma you know or whatever got my degree but yeah i was very excited Shire. very excited the 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 world was our oyster you know well it felt so good it felt great to not have a mortgage yeah but for context our mortgage was around eighty-seven thousand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that ballpark and we had purchased it after like that real that real estate kind of crash yes. and um so just for context you know i mean the house wasn't no four or five hundred thousand right, dollar house right. like it was eighty seven thousand which is still 000. a lot yeah um we had student loan do we have the car loan the car i feel like we had paid that off yeah i don't really we count got I mean, on this we paid off a car but i don't know if i really counted but we I were def- just tired of paying the bill yeah so we paid it off early which is crazy to think about yes that we did that before we even started you know financial literacy all any of this but yeah the mortgage was was a doable mortgage so it was like why are we playing around with this thing let's go and do this let's just knock this thing out well shire fast forward through the years Mm-hmm. Right, we've documented what we've done since that day to this day here on this podcast. You know, it's probably been a while though. Yeah. So, do you want to take a walk through that? I think the short version of how we were able to do it was we found a way to live off of one income. Mm-hmm. Essentially, mm-hmm. we lived off one income, and the other income we were both employed. Yep. Went to our debt yeah and that was a huge sacrifice i don't even think that's something that we can do now (laughs) but at the time we were able to do do that and um we made some different life adjustments because you know we had two children at the time Mm -hmm. Uh, marcus transitioned to a job working nights and with that transition we were able to like eliminate our childcare bill, which, yes, is which was really expensive. Ooh. But, you know, thankfully we did have someone who we could trust watching the kids and all that. But mm-hmm. it was still nice to not have that particular bill. Yes. Um, what else did we do? Man, Chai, we, uh, we just kind of like shrunk our lifestyle. Yeah. Down. I don't, I know we didn't buy it, purchase any new, new cars. Right. You know, we didn't we didn't get we didn't go into more debt. That was that's major. Right. We didn't create any more debt during that time period. Um and we did I don't think we even built an emergency fund before, which is crazy when you think about it. Did we have a little um, something emergency fund? Or? I wanna say I wanna say I don't know, maybe a small one. Maybe a small one. Maybe like the small like a thousand dollars or something, okay. but because we we're living off one income, we had money coming in. Right, like there was so if we there's needed to... a surplus. But, but I will. We... Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are you gonna say? I want you to go. <laughs> I was gonna say we never had nothing big happen, like no Murphy's Law situation. Thankfully, thankfully, never happened during that. that Thankfully, period of time. Yeah, but I think over the years, our outlook on money. Our finances have definitely evolved Mm -hmm. because when we were paying off debt, it was really this tunnel vision on one goal and not so much looking at 
what our finances would look like, you know, uh, 10 years down the road, Mm -hmm. 15 years down the road, 30 years down the road. It was like... We'll get to that after this. Right. It was like, (laughs) debt is bad. Destroy the debt. Terminate the debt. That's all we were talking about. (laughs) Terminate it. Um, And so with that, you know, I, I think that there there has that we have evolved yes and i think some of the choices that we made when it came to paying off our debt are not choices that we would make now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for example and i don't know if other people even disclose this because i remember when paying off debt was actually very trendy yes it Absolutely. was it's very trendy and people were doing it and holding up signs mm-hmm. You know, there were some sign, folks. This group, this couple went viral with the sign holding. That's the first time I ever even heard of it. Yes. Holding up signs. Yeah. And then Dave Ramsey started doing debt free screams. Scream. I used to go on to hear. Uh. I used to hear those every day in the car. <laughs> yeah. And I would just get like, I guess the term is godly jealous. <laughs> but I would just be like, dang, man, when am I going to get my little scream? But go ahead. Um, <laughs> look at me. I was just fake screaming. But anyway, um, so it was actually really, really trendy. Yes. But I think paying off debt, you know, it's just one part of your financial health, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because while we were paying off debt for that two and a half years, that was two and a half years where we were not yeah. investing in a 401k, mm-hmm. you know, and that was, I wouldn't make that decision now. Right. I'm too old. Not mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. I'm too old not to um, be saving for retirement yeah. and, um you know, because it took a while to for that light bulb to go off right. in our minds about, OK, we got to we got to wake up. Mm-hmm. You can't just be going through the motions now as we save toward retirement, which is another milestone that we're working towards. It's like, OK, I really got to save. Yeah, I have to save probably above and beyond right. what I would like to save had I had started sooner. Facts. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Uh and when I'm sitting here thinking about the number, Shy, it's like we started the journey. I was 30. We finished at 32. So you, 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 at 32, now you're like, all right, I'm as, you're just like at ground level now. So now mm-hmm. you got to start building the wealth. You got to start saving, well, investing, everything. Yes. So that's yes. how I felt at the time. Yes. And like how you said, looking back, perhaps I would have had a different approach while I was paying off debt, maybe I would have prioritized some type of investing or something like, yes, but actually like to your point about building wealth, paying off your home is building wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's great. Because that's that's an asset. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it an asset. Mm -hmm. I know there's uh, two ways of thinking about this, (laughs) two schools of thought, but this is an asset um, and increase your net worth. Mm -hmm. But if it's a home that you're living in, you know, it's obviously not going to pay you in retirement, but it's going to lower your expenses. Yes. But anywho, but, you know, paying off debt does increase your net worth. So, you know, there's yes, there is a positive. Well, sorry, we're kind of leaking into my ultimate question. OK. Now. Here we are six years later. Is it six? Only six? Only six. No, you said, didn't you 2017. say? 2017. Oh, 2017. To 2023. Okay. Six years. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Was all this worth it? We've been talking on these microphones every week for about five of those six years. 
maybe longer about five years plus we've been sharing our story online was paying off debt worth it yes <laughs> i think so i do too um because it opened up some new doors for us Let's you talk know, about some of those doors. Yeah, a lot of people will pay off their debt and then just be be done and mm-hmm. say, okay, I've I've done that. I'm just going to go invest in a 401k. But we had some other aspirations, and paying off debt allowed us to do that. Yeah. One of the biggest ones was investing in real estate. And uh, we've been able to do that. We've been able to do that very significantly. I'm not going to get up here and say, we kind of doing it. No, no, no. No, we're we doing it. We're doing it. And... The de- paying off debt was, was the foundation to that, you know. Yes. We, we used our home equity, used a home equity line of credit that we built from paying off the debt. It got you know, and then we were able to purchase our house number one, finance house our number first two, rental property, our first rental property. Yeah, sorry. Oh, but Fine. pause there. Okay. Yeah, because I think that's a really um, interesting story. Yes. Because if we're breaking down numbers. We got our condo. We paid it off. By the time we paid it off, it was worth more than double Yes. than what we paid for it. Yep. Right? And so we were able to, as you said, take out a home equity line of credit. Mm-hmm. And we bought the our first rental property cash. Cash. In, in, and in, some, out of state. Out of state. So some folks would say, well, why would you buy one house? You could have used the home equity line of credit and put $20,000 down and got five and yeah that's true I don't know why we didn't do that <laughs> I don't know why didn't we didn't we, yeah, do that right, right, right. but we didn't but we got a really nice home with the home equity line of credit and yes. and it didn't we didn't have to go into our bank account right yes. because we became our own bank mm-hmm. in a way through the use of a home equity line of credit yes and can I um Fast forward a few years. Yeah, okay. Good, yeah. So fast forward a few years, the home that we paid off, we ended up the house where we were living, we ended up selling it. Mm-hmm. And when we sold it, you have to pay off any outstanding debts. Uh, liens, debt. And any, so that against the house, right? Right. So that meant our HELOC had to be paid. Mm-hmm. And so our HELOC was paid in full, mm-hmm. which meant that the first house that we bought, we free now owned it free and clear. Mm-hmm. And then we were able to move into, you know, a bigger home. Yes. Yeah. And we didn't have to pay anything out of pocket. Yeah. So when we sold our house, the seller of our house paid for our rental property mm-hmm. and it was a 20% down payment for, yes. you know, the, our current home. And I also got to get some furniture, y'all. So. <laughs> <laughs> a little extra, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah. So it, now we have a mortgage. Now it's real life monopoly, Shire. When you think yeah, about it, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because now you went from having one house, being smart with that one, right? And then you went from that to two, to two, just like that, right? Because you did, you were diligent with your with, with your first one. Right. Roll that over literally to two. Right. And then the rental property that we bought now is worth double. Uh, I say it's about I say it's up about sixty percent. Well I forty to sixty. I checked last week. Where where we at with it, Shadow? And it at? was double what oh, we paid for it. Shoot. So Okay. You know, okay. so that's even but, better. But so yeah, it's kinda like what you were saying, mm-hmm. but it's when when you pay off debt 
you have more options. You have more options. You know, you, you don't have options. to take the same path. And, and I want to touch on that, Shia, because we're all going through this tightening, economic tightening, whatever you want to call it, uh, with inflation and everything. And it feels like, man, this is going up. Everything's going up. And because we don't have any debts or because we've been able to, like, use our debt freedom to buy assets you start having these different valves you can turn on and off if need be right whereas a person with debt is already like it's like trying to trying to fit into a shirt that's too tight like you ain't got no more breathe there's no breathing room yeah. so if you gain any weight you're gonna bust that button open on that shirt Mark. whereas with us we have so many release valves like worst case you you have your your savings that you were able to build because you paid off your debt and if you tap into that too much then you can start tap using real estate income that you were able to create because you paid off your debt right it's like all of this is started the genesis of it is paying the debt off now you've been able to create this lifestyle that has a lot of emergency hatches if you need if you need them um and then if you don't need them you just they're just there to build you well that's the beauty of it right and um i mean that's a good point mm -hmm. you know debt freedom mm -hmm. definitely gives you options yeah but it's not easy right it's not it's not, not always easy to achieve um you have to have disposable income yeah to make it a reality for it to even be on the table yeah well shard you know there may be people listening that are saying hey i think i think i want to be a part of this this fraternity uh, <laughs> I mean, we've interviewed uh, numerous couples that have a also lot. paid off their debt. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe someone is on here saying, I want to do this, too. You know what? How do I start? What are the first things I need to do? What do I need to do before I pay off the debt? You know what I mean? So let, let's let's get this. Let's get the people some. Uh, let's give them a, a, a little helping hand in that respect. Yes. So um, the first thing that you want to make sure that you're able to do is to get current on all your bills. Mm -hmm. So that might mean paying any overdue balances yes. and you have to ensure that you can at least make the minimum payment. Yes. If you have bills and you cannot make the minimum payment on your bills, you're not ready to start a debt free okay. journey. Okay. We need another plan, yes. right? Because at that, you know, in that situation, you're not able to make ends meet. So right. it's actually going to be a different conversation. Okay. But if you're able to pay all your bills, you're current on all your bills, you have some discretionary income mm -hmm. or disposable income, excuse me, then that's a good sign that yes. you that you might be ready to start your debt-free journey. Um, next thing that you want to make sure that you have is an emergency fund. So mm. having the money uh, set aside provides a safety net for yes. you. So you don't go back into debt, right? Exactly. <laughs> and so an emergency fund, the amount will be different for each individual. Right. What studies have shown is what Biggie said in his song, mm. and that is more money, more problems. Mm. But we're going to um, add this phrase to it. More money, more higher costing problems. Mm. So the, high, the, the more money you make, it's likely that you'll have a higher uh, um, emergency output. <laughs> Yes, higher <laughs> emergency output, right? You make a lot of money, you got a very expensive car, right. the repairs are going to be uh, uh, higher. higher. 
um, you know, say the type of home that you have, the repairs might be more expensive. Yes. But it's, you know, usually the more money you make, the more money you need in a savings account uh, for emergencies. Um, and then another thing that you might find surprising is that sometimes people who are actually in debt don't know their total debt balance. Ooh, that's good. And so in order for you to start, you need to have a starting point, yes. right? Yes. And so it's important to get those balances and know what they are so that you know what you're working towards. Yes. Um, another thing that you'll need to do is you'll need to create and implement your budget mm -hmm. or a financial spending plan. A lot of us don't like the term budget. No. Budget feels restrictive. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. So feel free to call it a plan, yes. right? So you, you know, when you're making your budget, you know, you need to know what is coming in yeah. and what needs to go out and then what's left over. Mm -hmm. And then what's left over can be used um, towards reaching your goal of debt freedom. And of course, you want to plan for success. Yes. And what that means is just choosing a debt reduction method or strategy. You know, some folks do the snowball, snowball. which I'm sure our listeners have heard of that. Mm -hmm. You know, taking maybe paying off the smallest debt and then working your way off your way up to the largest yes. debt. Um, the thought behind this is that if you start paying off your smallest debts, you'll achieve, you know, that success faster Get that dopamine hit right and it'll you know give you a little bit conf mm -hmm. of confidence you know you're able to do this you, then of course you know you can do the next yes. so um the avalanche is another strategy mm -hmm. where you start paying off the debt with the highest interest rate because that yeah. debt is costing you the most right now to have might not be a bad idea with the way interest is crazy it's lit right now <laughs> exactly yeah. and most studies have shown that you'll the payoff date is very, very similar, very similar. Yeah. you know, so it, it's really a mental thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any strategy can work, yeah. you know, so it's basically getting your bills in order, mm -hmm. getting that budget, you know, figuring out how much discretionary income can actually be placed towards the debt, creating that plan and sticking to that plan yes. and seeing it through. You know, a lot yeah. of times, you know, paying off debt does, it takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And one thing that we talked about earlier was as we paid off debt, we didn't save for retirement. And I don't think I can recommend that. Yeah. That, that would be hard to to recommend at this point. Knowing exactly. What we know, seeing the time, missed opportunity. Like, yeah. Especially if it's going to take you a long time to pay off right. your debt. Like if it's going to take you five years or if you're on a 10 year payoff plan, you know, for for your debt, mm -hmm. you know, to miss that type of time in the market is just it's it's a it's a really big risk yeah. and i think there's a lot of you know blogs and things that you know you can read about should i pay off debt or should i save for retirement like they are both important yes but at the end of the day when it's time to retire you want to be able to do it yes you know it's going to be a time you're not going to want to get up and go to work bones gonna be cracking well my bones already cracking <laughs> you know and so Back you is tight exactly so you want to make decisions now that you'll be grateful that you made those you choices made those. while you were younger yeah. you know what i'm trying to say yes well shara i think that this this message the message of debt freedom is still important i think it's more important now than ever and i'm gonna go out on a limb and say you guys are gonna hear a lot more debt payoff 
enthusiasts sprouting up in the coming months um, because when folks ain't got no money when folks don't have any uh, money get money strategies the next default is well let's just help folks you know paid off their debt or whatever so i'm calling it now y'all gonna hear a lot more of this message popping up in these uh financial literacy streets but i think it's a good thing because it's uh it should never go out of style because like shire said earlier this is the foundation to building financial wealth or building wealth the 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 the, the ground floor is paying off debt and if you're able to do that you'll be able to build wealth much quicker right and you know you're gonna you want to have balance too you want to have balance um yeah have balance balance. think long term Mm -hmm. and whatever your goal is go for it yeah yeah well shara i think we made a good choice uh six years ago on juneteenth and so we'll always be able to celebrate it and we did shire we always or we left out that we timed the payoff specifically on juneteenth yes we did because we wanted to be debt free on the same day that Come our on. ancestors were set free okay. <laughs> you know what i'm saying that, bar <laughs> right there? that again <laughs> that was good man but well uh we hope you guys enjoy your juneteenth holiday yes we hope you enjoy your week and that's all we got Till next time we're out Peace. Bye.